You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about the joy of giving and learning to ask for help and Canadians who are famous for being nice. They are so famous for being nice that we compiled 101 stories about Canadian acts of kindness into a new book, and we are donating a portion of the profits to United Way Centrate Canada. One of the themes that emerged in this book is that you shouldn't be afraid to ask for help because people want to help. They're just afraid to offer and they don't know how. Kristen Goff learned that when she volunteered to ring the bell for the Salvation Army during the holidays. She wanted to help the Salvation Army collect money to further its mission of helping people in need. But she had another reason for volunteering, too. She wanted to learn an important skill for herself, which is how to ask for help. Kristen's friends would always have described her as being outgoing and independent and adventurous, and yet she did not know how to ask for help. If she was sick, she wouldn't ask a neighbor to pick up some chicken soup for her at the store. If she signed up to do a run to raise money for a charity, she would end up writing the check herself instead of asking friends to sponsor her. If she needed a ride to the airport, she wouldn't ask anyone, even though she knew her friends wouldn't mind. So she decided that she would step outside her comfort zone, sign up as a bell ringer for the Salvation Army, and learn how to ask perfect strangers for donations. She was surprised when the man who trained her for the volunteer position told her that he had been the recipient of help from the Salvation Army years earlier. He said that help had changed his life, and now he was giving back by helping the Salvation Army collect money for other people. He showed Kristen how to ring the bell, not too loud or too often, how to ask people for donations, make eye contact and smile, and where she should stand by the kettle. Now, her kettle was on the second floor of a mall, a bit out of the way, so she wasn't doing very well. She wasn't really getting any donations until a man strode over and said, this won't do, and slipped a $20 bill into the kettle. And then, as the hours passed, Kristen realized something. The people who were passing her by were coming back later, maybe after they finished their errands or after they had time to think about it. So over the next few weeks, Kristen relaxed about her volunteer job and she started enjoying the process. She talked to the people who passed by and she was amazed by how many of them said that they or their family members had been helped by the Salvation Army. And the other thing that Kristen learned was how much people enjoyed making their donations. It made them feel good. She says she learned a big lesson from that about how it's okay to put yourself out there and ask people for help. 
They are absolutely willing to give it. And in fact, they welcome the opportunity. They just need to be told what you need from them. So Kristen learned how many people need help at some time in their lives and then give back later when they can. And that's what happened to Jennifer Bly when she was a young adult. She and her roommates completely ran out of food. They had nothing in the kitchen at all. She said she was young and foolish and she didn't know how to keep to a budget and neither did her friends. So there she was with a very low income and no food. Jennifer knew that food banks existed but she thought that they were just for homeless people. But then she decided she would stop by one anyway. Maybe they would turn her away, but it was worth a try. And she found that the staff at the food bank was kind and understanding and welcoming. And they gave Jennifer and her roommates more than enough food to get through the next two weeks while they were waiting to get paid. Jennifer ended up using that food bank for almost a year while she was getting back on her feet. She never told anyone about the secret from her past until she wrote her story for Chicken Soup for the Soul. She was afraid of being judged, but then she decided that telling the story was important so that other people would know that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to offer help too. Sometimes we kind of suspect that someone we know needs help, but we're afraid to offer, we're afraid we'll insult them. Jennifer says, the reality is we all have times of need. We all have moments when we need to reach out for help. At that time in my life, I was thankful for the food bank and the services they provided. Their services helped feed my mind and body so that I could continue with my education. Now Jennifer regularly donates food to that same food bank and she volunteers there too. We all go through ups and downs in our lives and these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Canadian Acts of Kindness, are a wonderful reminder that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to offer help too. We just have to get over our reluctance and embarrassment. If you want to read more stories about Canadian acts of kindness, you can pick up a copy wherever books are sold in Canada and of course on Amazon as well. And remember, your purchase will be helping United Way Centrate Canada, which empowers donors, volunteers, and recipients all over Canada. I'm Amy Newmark, and I hope you'll join me for the next episode of the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. We're going to chat with Megan Murphy, who is the founder of the Kindness Rocks Project. You might have read about those rocks that are appearing all over the place with motivational messages handwritten on them. Well, Megan is the one who invented them and by accident started a worldwide movement. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.